Welcome into the Novice Crowncast. It's Chris Honorado, and uh, we are doing round two of Section 2 High School Football Champions. Cool to catch up with Fonda Fultonville a couple weeks ago, and now Stillwater, and a section, a second Section 2 title for our guy, Ian Godfrey, the head coach there. Uh, coach, it's good to see you, man, always. Uh, where are we right now? Take us into the classroom a little bit. <laughs> hey, Chris. So you are in Stillwater Middle School. You're yeah, in man. the seventh grade classroom, so we got a, a whole mix of things going on back here. But, yeah. I love it. I love it. And it's uh, just further highlights that uh, coaches are not just coaches, uh, certainly at the high school level. But congrats on the season. I said it. Uh, second Section 2 title for you, yep. 2019 and now 2023. But the first time this program ever got to a state championship game, right? We'll, we'll kind of you know dissect it a little bit. But just on the surface, Ian, what does that mean to you and your group to have been able to do that? Yeah, I mean – now that now that a few weeks have passed, I, I mean, people still come up and talk to me about it, about how wonderful of a year it was. What a great run. Um, you know, for me, I, I mean, personally, I've said it before. It was a dream come true. I mean, I grew up I, I was a year away when Fort Edward went to the Carrier Dome uh, back in 2000. I was I was in eighth grade, unfortunately, so I didn't get the chance. But, um, you know, it was my dream to get back as, a, as either a player or a coach. Um, so to get there this year. And with these kids, especially, I mean, you know, the story is pretty well told at this point, but the amount of injuries that they had to overcome, the adversity throughout the year, uh, you know, we weren't the one seed, you know, we were the right. only section to win or the only team to win it that wasn't the one seed. Um, so to be able to do that, I think just speaks volumes to these kids and the coaching staff. And, uh, you know, I'm just super proud to represent them as that coach. You got a little bit of payback in that section two title game, right? And obviously the, that regular season game and then the the championship game wildly different because of some of the guys you were missing. Yeah. Um, but give us a little bit of an idea of how you've been, been able to build this program the way you have. You said just rack, just finished up your eighth year as the head yep. coach there, taking this program to heights it has never seen before. What did it take to, to do that? And even just from like a coaching standpoint, but also from a buy-in standpoint. Yeah, no, I, I, I think the the answer is certainly simple, but it's certainly complicated because you have to have so many things in place. I mean, the first thing walking into Stillwater is you have to have the infrastructure. You have to have the infrastructure. You know, you have to have the the space to win. You have to have the weight room. You have to have the support of your athletic director, your principal, your superintendent, your board. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't have those things, it's really challenging to win and win consistently. You know, I think for me, the most important thing that I could have ever done was hire my staff. And I, I think bringing in the right people around you is probably the most important thing you can do as a leader. Um, you know, Dave Cook, who is my offensive coordinator, is, is one of my best friends outside of here. Um, you know, and, and Joe Cacuzzo coming on board, um, you know, Matt Lesko, just to name a few of these guys that have been there for eight years. You know, it starts there. It starts with the guys that you bring in and the, and the, the type of culture that you're going to create and cultivate is based on that. So, you know, you start from there. And luckily enough for me, I walked into Stillwater at a wonderful time where we were willing to invest in our, our athletics. We had a really great group of athletes coming up through. Um, the youth program was was starting to get kids interested, you know, and uh, so all the timing certainly plays a factor and, and all those things. So um, for me, you know, I, I think the most important thing that I've done is, is create a staff and, and therefore a culture um, that, that are all kind of focused. What's more satisfying, uh, success as a player, which obviously you had, or as a coach? 
Boy, that's a really great question. I, I mean, I still feel like sometimes I can play. <laughs> it never goes away. You know, even when I'm playing YMCA over 30 league, you know, I'm still trying to, to play as hard as I can. But I, I would definitely say as a coach, it is so much, it's such a different vantage point and viewpoint. Um, obviously, as opposed to a player, uh, it amazes me that these kids go out and do what they do and, and had the, the fortitude to win the way they won. But, uh, Certainly as a coach for me, it's the most rewarding to, to see the kids just kind of do what they do best and, and and feel the community and all those kind of things. I mean, that's that's something you, you don't get anywhere else. It's funny. I, I I had never really thought about it until I, I asked the question. We're having this conversation. That's why I love doing this podcast, um, because it gives me time and space with with people like you um, to get answers and perspective like that. And, and as I'm listening to you answer that question, I'm thinking, yeah, it makes sense. Because I think we all grow to appreciate things more the older we get, the more life we have behind us, the experiences we have in our past. Like when you're 16, 17 years old, I, it's not their fault, but I don't think you are able to appreciate right. what's happening in the moment. And on top of that, you being the head coach now, you are the leader of, of how many kids as opposed to maybe being responsible for just the one route you need to run or the one block you need to execute, the tackle you need to make, that type of stuff, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it, it makes perfect sense. And and for me as well, you know, the football coaching community in general has been, uh, you know, it's it's such a great kind of brotherhood, you know, and and I've gotten a lot of great advice and, and a lot of good perspective from people. Um you know, because when you're young and, and you're competitive, you want to win it all and you want to win it. And you just, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back and appreciate kind of the process and, and the journey that you've taken and and the things you're accomplishing. And, you know, I've had a lot of people in my life who have made sure that I, I maintain that perspective, even, even as a 36 year old, you know, has been teaching for 15 years and coaching for 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 upwards of almost 10. Um, you know, I, it's it's good to have that in your life. So, OK, this is interesting to me. Anything in athletics just on the surface feels like it's going to be uber competitive. Mm -hmm. But I've read quotes of yours in the past. It was either the, the Gazette or the Times Union. I don't remember now. But um, you referencing other coaches you called on in Section 2 mm -hmm. for their, I'll just say, perspective, experience, advice, however you want to term it. Right. Um, and then them giving it to you. Like you use the word brotherhood. I would think it would be competitive where we're not necessarily maybe swapping secrets and stories, but that's yeah. not the case, huh? No, it, 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 yeah. I'm not saying in all instances, it's not, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, some people guard their secrets pretty well and uh, you know, that that's their prerogative. You know, for me, if, if you're going to do this, if you want to win at all costs and you want to win alone, it's, it's very lonely. It's a very mm -hmm. lonely experience. And you know, at the end of the day, yeah, obviously you want to compete, you want to win championships, but for me, I'd rather be respected. I'd rather have, relationships that I've built, you know, both in the district and outside of the district, you know, because also I never know where my life path is going to take me. And, you know, when you create those kind of connections with people, um, you know, it kind of opens up more doors for you. And, and frankly, it's the right way to do it. You know, I, again, you can win a lot of ways. And if you, if you want to win by yourself and you kind of want to do it at your own way, then then that's your choice. But, you know, when things go go bad or, or when you need help, which we all do at some point, you know, if you've burned those bridges or never made them in the first place, then then it can be a really lonely and, and frankly can burn you out, you know, that type of experience. So to, to have people that you can rely on um, and not be afraid to ask for advice or help or, you know, mm -hmm. because eventually they kind of maybe just offer it up to you because they they root for you, you know. Um, 
couple of weeks ago, we talked with Mike Mancini, who I know is a, a buddy of yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, that was a couple of weeks ago. So you have the advantage of being a little more removed from the state championship than he was sure. when we talked. But you could still see it on his face. I mean, it, it, there wasn't a smile he wanted to crack about getting there but not winning. Yeah. Um, do you have a different perspective? And And is time the advantage that you have over that? What was it like to go from the highest of highs, reaching the dome where this Stillwater team has never been, to then the defeat you, you were handed by a, a program, by the way, okay, it, which is, you know, you talk about dynasties, if that's even a word we use at the high school level, yeah. Tioga is that. Yeah, I mean, and, and first of all, kudos to Mike and, and Fonda. I was rooting for those guys the whole way. I mean, yeah, what a great job he's doing over there. He's really excited the program again. Um, they had a great game. We watched the whole game. That was that was great. I mean, two good quarterbacks, good players overall. You know, for us, I think it's a little bit different of a perspective. You know, I, I mentioned earlier about timing and Unfortunately, our timing in the state championship was against Tioga as a bunch of seniors, you know, <laughs> you right. know, you get a different time period against them and maybe you got a shot. But, you know, they were about as well balanced as it gets. And, you know, of course, I think as a head coach, you, you replay the game and you say, well, if this had gone differently, could it could it have changed? You know, because small school football is like that. The minute things snowball, they snowball and you just you can't stop it. And is there a way to prevent that from happening? But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it just kind of comes down to being excited that your kids got to experience it. I mean, there was a couple moments we got on the field, you know, we had the luxury, we were the early game. So we were actually yep. on the field before anybody. Um, and, and that was a real cool moment for us. What was kids. that like to share that moment with your guys? Yeah, it was like, it's like, it was like the movie Friday night lights, you know, <laughs> like it's just yeah. like, I felt yeah. like the music was playing and, Peter Berg was doing the whole score and I'm just out there looking around and taking pictures. And I, I mean, it felt like I was living in, in, in a movie or a TV show. So, you know, I can only imagine what it felt like to a bunch of our kids who, uh, you know, got to play on that field. You have a couple guys you need to replace. Um, how do you feel like you guys are positioned as a program? What's coming up behind them and what is the culture like in terms of the pipeline of, of, guys who want to be part of this winning culture you've created yeah um you know i think it's it's the it's the overall status of schools and small schools in particular you know we have been fortunate our team has been pretty solid our numbers are really solid um you know which which is great and it speaks to the kids and their effort um you know our enrollment's not as high as it always has been but um you know i, I think year after year, we kind of do a nice job as a coaching staff of kind of hitting the reset button. I mean, for me personally, the biggest thing I push with these kids is playing other sports, you know, that helps them develop. And, and frankly, it's high school, like, you know, the odds of you going professional are, are zero. So go play sports, go have fun and yeah. and develop all of your skills. Because, um, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing with, with us. So, you know, we know we got a lot to replace. And um, we, we have some young kids that are excited, I got to think, you know, there's nothing tangible I can show you, but I got to think enthusiasm yeah. is at an all time high. You know, we, we went through the elementary and, and we're shaking all the kids hands before we left and you could feel it, you know, and kids are wearing their flag football jerseys and, you know, showing everybody. So, you know, I, I got to think the kids this year have, have set a pretty high mark. And, you know, if, if you're not motivated to want to play next year, you know, then I don't know what's going to do it. Obviously, a lot of what we talk about on this crown cast is sports related so i'm just curious from your perspective what does playing sports and if you want to speak specifically to football go right ahead um what does it do for a young person yeah 
I mean, I, I am one of the biggest proponents of playing sports of extracurriculars. And, you know, I'm the football coach, but listen, if you, if you want to play soccer or run cross country, like do that, like do that. It's only going to make you a better overall person. I mean, athletics aside, it's going to just kind of, you know, create a character trait that a lot of people don't really have, you know, and, and, for me, you know, I always push kids into playing multiple sports. I'm always looking for them to kind of be a well-rounded athlete to try something. You know, um, we have a really cool, um, you know, uh, offerings, I guess, for a small school. You know, we, we have a lot of different programs. So for me personally, you know, I'm, I'm kind of always making sure that kids are not only getting involved, but staying involved, trying something new, you know, never pressuring them, obviously, because that's how you push kids out. Um, but for me, it, it it's it's, it's pretty much everything, you know, we're talking sports We're it's part of my life. It's how I grew up. I grew up in a small school, you know, and, you know, right, wrong or indifferent. That's kind of how I, that's the same approach that I've taken, um, you know, in, in, in my career here. All right, dude, I see you rocking the gear. Uh, this is a, a novice. Is that a quarter zip or is that a full the, zip? What do you got? The, it's the quarter yeah. zip, but it's like the, nice. the windbreaker. That's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. What um, what is it about the partnership that you've been able to develop here with Novice, Nick and Garrett and the, the entire team yeah. here um, that just works for Stillwater? Why them? Because you could order through other avenues. Sure. Why them? Well, I first of all, I, last year when, you know, I had actually spoken to you and then we reached out. Um, I was I was in right away. I wanted to get down, take a look. Um, you know, just first of all, they're just great guys. And it's funny, we actually had a, a mutual connection because I know they're their main baseball guys. And my cousin actually graduated last year from Maine. He's playing in the San Francisco Giants um, farm system now. So it was kind of a cool little connection that we had right away. But I mean, their their brand is genuine. It's it's unique. I mean, everywhere I go where I'm wearing Novus gear, people are like, where did you get that? You know, and I, I that's that's all I can do is just keep repping the brand for them. And, you know, their stuff speaks for itself. Even their uniforms are really high quality stuff. So, um, you know, I, I'm super psyched that they allowed us to work with them. And, uh, you know, I get to wear my my cool zips and my wife, she loves hers, too. So, you know, I'm sure there's going to be more orders from uh, Stillwater this year. Well, you know, their their priority is relationships and, and being a local business, 518 guys, yep. being able to partner up with with coaches and teams like yours uh is is top top for them so listen man another great year boy it's been too long i can't believe it was 2019 but i'm thinking to myself i remember freezing outside at one of your practices before the state <laughs> tournament or at least yeah. before the sectional final i can't remember which but uh you're doing a heck of a job dude it's it's been too long i hope we run into each other yeah. sometime soon me too me too that's all right good. ian best of luck man be well uh happy holidays happy new year We'll see you in 24. Happy holidays and thanks again. Claim that crown, man.